0: how are you? Hey,
1: I'm great. How are you doing, Dave?
0: Good. It's good to see you. And thanks to everyone who has tuned in here to hear our conversation with Philippa Godoy. Um, And this is Dave Smithy from Top Out Adventures. And today we're going to talk with Philippa, who is known to her friends, who I am thrilled to be in that group, known as P. So we're going to talk to P about what she's doing with her adventure company, her hiking travel company, We Out, and um, just get to know her a little bit, what's, what she's doing with that, you know, why it is exciting to her. Um, she is a New Yorker, and it, so it's a unique situation where she is uh, lives in the city during the day and the week, and um, but then gives great access and opportunities to get people out uh, to explore the outdoors and the trails that are actually not that far away from work. Uh, so we'll learn about what she's doing there. And particularly she has a really wonderful special emphasis on getting more diversity and inclusion, uh, in the outdoors, um, to really open up the opportunity for people who it may not be their go-to or their first thought. So um it's really a special thing that P is doing and so we'll get to know her and learn a little more. So thanks for tuning in and thank you, P, for joining us. Uh it looks like a sunny Monday morning in New York, right? Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. It's a beautiful day. Uh was the last weekend of
1: summer this weekend, even though it's still 80 degrees today. So we're milking it out here in
0: New York. <laughs> yes. Now remind me, where Which uh, neighborhood, borough, do you live in?
1: I live in Manhattan. I'm
0: in Harlem, which we
1: sometimes like to refer to as a sixth borough. (laughs) Uh But I live in Harlem on 125th Street, so right in the mix of things.
0: Okay. And how long have you been there?
1: Well, this is probably like my my eighth year in Harlem. I took a little break uh, to try out Brooklyn, which New Yorkers will totally get this. <laughs> and I didn't like it. And I'm just back here. So I'm originally from Queens, but
0: okay, so you you grew up in that area that is home for you, right?
1: Yeah, I grew up in in Queens, but I've always been in the city and everything's a subway ride away. And, um, you know, when I when I left the nest, mm-hmm. I wanted to be in a city like most of us do. So started my making my way over here.
0: Okay. And your your day job, I'll venture to say the one that funds your passions yeah is in investment banking right correct yeah i work for a global investment bank during the day regular
1: nine to five i've been in finance for 20 years and you uh took a good guess there that job allows to fund what's currently a passion project and a terrible business model
0: (laughs) (laughs) but very fulfilling work good good and a little bit about you so What got you interested in the outdoors Um, and and particularly what's, you know, your background is, you know, you didn't grow up on a farm in the middle of the Midwest, so how how did you get exposed to this and what created the passion?
1: Yeah, um, I'm mixed race. My father is Peruvian and Puerto Rican and my mother is German. And uh, from from Germany, she's a first generation immigrant in America. And I was very privileged and blessed to spend my summer times visiting my grandma in Germany. And so uh, my father did not fly, so he did not travel with us, but my mom would take my brother and I on summer breaks to visit grandma. We'd stay with grandma for a week and then we'd go down to the U-Rail station and point. Okay. To a destination and mama is a hiker a nature addict loves everything of god's creation can't wait to point out a tree a branch or something to all of us so she took my brother and i around europe very like low budget like you know sometimes we slept on that train overnight or we were in a hostel but the the family quality time spent together was always outdoors exploring picking up the frogs touching the leaves and seeing um, the beauty of nature. So that stayed with me, even though I'm a city girl. You know, in my my 20, late, late 20s, after I was kind of done with partying, I looked for other outlets to uh, find joy. And uh, that never, those memories and the experiences of being outside never left me. So I'm a runner, I like to cycle, I go into our neighborhood parks. <clears throat> but in my late 20s, I realized that Uh, I wanted to find ways to spend more time outside. And even though we are in the city, quote unquote, New York City, less than an hour away are beautiful trails and access to mountains and rivers and streams and everything you could want in the outdoor world. So I spent more time making my way, exploring New York and New Jersey, and now in my late 30s. I start to realize what a luxury that is and what a privilege that is, just knowing that it's there and not having any fear to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of segue to me where I am right now.
0: Okay. So uh, how long has We Out been a thing?
1: So We Out started at the end of 20... 20, 20, I have to keep thinking about it because 2020 is a fake year. (laughs) 20 at the end of 2018 I got the idea to Mm -hmm. to create it I had been already working as a licensed guide it's kind of like contractor work at at different places and I wanted to create something that was specifically focused on making it more accessible for uh, people of color to get outside and then 2019 was kind of spent creating that vision. Like, what does that all look like? In 2020, we would have launched live, except Mm -hmm. insert the pandemic. So this is my first year really operating programming, but it's been a a long time coming in terms of creating it.
0: Okay. And so from what it is today, um, and maybe you tell us a little about that, but also is that what you envisioned, you know, in 2018? Is it and and where do you see it going? So, what is it today? How does it match your vision? Where do you see it going?
1: Yeah. So today it's really a, a small, um, kind of almost like a pop up hikes. So I'm doing one to two a month um, from the spring through the fall. So we started. It starts in May, ends kind of like October, early November, depending on our weather out here. Um, and I just scaled it back literally because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was gonna go like. You know, every weekend, overnight trips, destination, the whole gamut. And then just with the inability to maybe connect and social distancing and who knows what was going on, we, we've kept, I've kept it uh, smaller than I would have liked. But I think that actually worked out for me because it's growing very organically. Friends are telling friends, people are popping up. And so the I'm doing these hikes right now um, from the Metro North which a lot of people don't know, makes the trails and hiking super accessible if you live in the city. Mm -hmm. So you can hop on it in Grand Central, right in Midtown Manhattan. You can hop on it in Harlem, right where I live. And then those trains uh, continue up further north to many various stops that have hikes off um, in the Hudson Valley. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing now, hoping to show people how easy it is to get out there and to do this stuff on their own. Mm -hmm. Again, terrible business model, but (laughs) totally meeting my goals of um, making this accessible to uh, a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And then in the future, where I hope to go or where I see it going is this community that's being created has access to even more adventures. So day hikes, things a bit further away that you can't get to from the train, um, so I'd love to do some trips with like a, a rental van, just picking everybody up in the city and taking them out. I'd love to do some destination trips, maybe come out to Colorado and link out with top out adventures or and one of the many destinations you guys are growing to. Um, and you know, ultimately, I'd love for this to be a place where people uh, not only share maybe gear and stories, but their experiences and really feel welcomed and seen in the outdoors. Cause you know, it's, it's for everyone. It's almost ridiculous that it's not seen as such. So kind of taking it upon myself mm-hmm. to make a dent in that. And um, yeah, I hope we, I hope we grow to a place where they could look to we out to be comfortable in any outdoor situation.
0: Mm-hmm. That's my goal. I'll ask you a broad question. Why is it that way that it's not seen as a place for people of color, or it's not um, a go to activity. And is why is it that way?
1: Yeah,' there's many reasons um, and they kind of vary like which which reason is swaying the individual, I think. Yeah. Um, some of it is like you just don't know. You just didn't grow up exposed to being mm-hmm. outside uh, and doing some of these activities, especially if you're coming from a very, you know, urban environment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Our outdoors are like Central Park or Prospect Park or Van Cortland Park. Nobody. Um, ass- people do going to, first of all, everyone's migrating to get into the city. Right. <laughs> so the idea that you want to leave this place <laughs> that has all this amazing urban stuff to do is a little strange. I think representation is a huge issue across the industry. Um, People go where they feel welcomed, where they see themselves represented, where they see Mm -hmm. other people that look like them. And uh, a lot of major brands and companies have not historically done a great job of um, representing all body types, Mm -hmm. all nationalities, all backgrounds, all ethnic groups. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's slim pickings. There's a push now. That hopefully lasts, but I think representation is a major issue. Cost.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: these are considered like luxury items for people, especially Black, Indigenous people of color who typically you know uh, make less and are live living on less. Yeah. And if it's between maybe an essential or a hike, it's an easy choice for people right. who are, you know, in survival mode. Yeah, I mean gear. Gear is another issue. You, I, I kind of laugh at the gear one because you know there's many cultures that go out hiking in their sandals yeah. or don't have a water pack on their back and and have a great time. But there's an idea that you need all this gear to go on a hike, which again, it's just a walk in a nice place. It's yes, fancy, yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, so gear can be a concern. That kind of links back to the money, and I think just. Maybe not feeling part of a sense of community. If the space is historically white and mm-hmm. everyone there is historically white, you might not feel like that's for you. Right. There's also a saying that when something crazy is happening outside, oh, that's white people's stuff. We don't mm-hmm. do that, you know? And so mm-hmm. I think we can do that. We can do whatever we want. So why not uh, create a space that shows that, that welcomes everyone, um, and hopefully that creates some change. You know,
0: yeah, it, it is so deeply rooted in the, the industry and in the activities. And we, you and I, had a great discussion when we were out in Colorado this past summer. They, um, in the uh, Sawatch Mountain Range, there's an area called the Collegiate Peaks, and they are named typically by the first person to do the first ascent. Well, they are named Yale, Harvard princeton columbia these are all of the alma maters of the people who in the the, the 19th century had the wherewithal the, the sponsorship time, the yeah. sponsorships to go out and climb these and it just reflects the depth in which the assumption of it's a white person sport uh it's just it's so deeply ingrained because of those that history that it's not changing and it's not changing quickly enough.
1: It's something that our, our generation will reference, right? But those mountains probably had names The land belonged to yes. indigenous people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a problematic history with even the national parks. Yes. Um, cause those lands belong to people. And so just like colonization and everything else, those mountains are just a s- small sampling of how this land that already belonged to someone else was attained by historically white folks and changed and now almost in some instances um gatekeeped by them to allow other folks in, even though uh, in some instances may not be intentional. That could just be like we were talking about earlier, a financial uh difference for you to be able to get in there or representation. And like you were saying with the names, you know, does changing that names potentially make a difference you know I don't know but having these conversations and creating these spaces I hope will um, make a difference because ultimately these are not no more your lands than my lands these are native people's lands yes. and we're just guests here I think
0: I think you're absolutely right and I think it is the planet and it's for everyone and in the national park role in our outdoors is <clears throat> complicated and Mm -hmm. uh admirable and disgraceful all in the the same same time time um yeah i I think all
1: all of this is is a a space that we can continually educate ourselves on and learn from i mean whether we're talking about diversity inclusion or the history in america linking to natives peoples and national parks like the fact that I think that we're thinking about these things and having conversations about them is already a win and -hmm. a step in the right direction. And um, can't hurt to have even more of that and bring other folks into that conversation and make them aware, you
0: know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. With your, uh, your trips, you know, tell me about the experience if you can kind of conglomerate all the different experiences you see people have, and you know, kind of that typical, experience. I mean, I can see your smile. You you light up uh, because it is an awesome thing. I mean, you and I have talked about it to see people have that uh, light bulb, that experience. Tell me what you see people going through. I'm smiling because I have, well, I have this
1: hashtag I use. I don't even know where I came up with it long time ago. It's called nature face. You Mm -hmm. might've heard, or everybody knows when you make a fake smile for a picture, you kind of like, and then there's like the real smile that just happens naturally that's what I call nature face and I I have that smile the entire day Mm -hmm. people on my trips they come to that smile you know inevitably at some point on the trip the beginning I get a lot of questions a lot of nerves everyone wants to know how difficult this thing is rated everyone wants to know how much exact how much climbing They're going to have to do, you know, and what's unique about like the Hudson Valley area, maybe it's not unique, but what's uh, true about it is that, you know, this river here, the Hudson River, it divides the the mountains on either side. Mm -hmm. There's no way to get a view without going up. It's just part of hiking, you know? (laughs) So that's a conversation I'm constantly having with people. There's no way to avoid the hard parts, much like life. But when Mm -hmm. you get to the top, it is so worth it. And it's not always about getting to the top. You know, sometimes we walk around a lake. Sometimes we're just out in the woods and there is no view or... Mm -hmm. Uh, money shot people are always looking for like where's the waterfall hey yeah. sometimes there's no waterfall you know um so i get a lot of questions about who all gonna be over there who else is coming mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know what do they need um uh, luckily i guess um so far like the finances haven't been a concern i've been keeping prices really low so that seems to be working for folks but um just a lot of nerves because it's it's things that they haven't done before. But when they get there, first of all, everybody's chatting, chatting to each other. Most people don't know each other. They make uh, friends, they are taking turns, rotating, talking to different folks. So that sense of community, um, I think A is priceless and B gets them at least halfway up the mountain Mm because they start talking to each other and they don't even realize they're huffing and puffing and sweating. But my, I guess my favorite part of the day is when I get them to kind of like whatever the turnaround point is, Mm -hmm. whether it's a peak or like our fancy moment, Mm -hmm. their eyes light up. The smiles are huge. They are proud of each other. They're Mm -hmm. most important to me, proud of themselves that they tried something maybe out of their comfort zone or they worked hard at something and they feel like they've you know, arrived. Mm-hmm. And what happens every time is they want to know when's the next hike. You know, people who mm-hmm. came with no experience, um, maybe no positive expectations. Maybe they got dragged by a friend. Like everyone wants to come back and can't wait to explore something new. And I think that's not only a testament to, you know, the run of show of the day or the community, but actually the... The place we are in, like nature, you mm-hmm. know, the 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 calming effect of the trees, the breeze, you know, yep. the sun on your face, the smell of the woods. Like being in the city all day, you don't get that here. Yeah. You know, not to knock Central Park. Meh, it's nice, but the noise is still there, yep. the air smells the same, you know, there's it's a sketchy rain. stuff happening, yeah. you know. But out, out there in the forest. It's another world, as it should be, and it's another world for them. And everybody can't can't wait to get back out. And I wonder how much of that they realize is, like, their body, their makeup as a human on the planet, like, calling right. them yeah. to come back out to its original source, which, in my opinion, it's nature. Yes. Um, so that's what a day is like. I'm like this the whole time, you know? I actually... I took a a group out of clients yesterday and this morning, my phone won't stop. Like they're just like, (laughs) is the registration open? When is the next one? And it's, it's just so fulfilling because I kind of knew that setting up we out, like I knew that they were going to love it if I could just get them out there. Mm -hmm. And so it's very satisfying to see people enjoying themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I share your, your smile and your passion for it. And it's just, I love when I'm, hiking with someone and we've been going up a a hill or a mountain. And since I've done it before, I kind of know that point in which they're going to hit that sweet spot, you know, and it's coming over a ridge or whatever. And I always want to scurry out in front of them at that point, because I can turn around and I can catch with my camera, I can catch that smile.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it's you know, nature it's, face. It's that nature face. I, I love it. I, I add a new hashtag, uh, nature <laughs> face, because it is. It's real and it's genuine and it's where we are supposed to be. And for me, there's a the um, component of the physical exercise, which oh yeah is the is different for everyone. Um, whether you're in great shape and not a great climber, or you are getting started on your physical journey, and and it's just a challenge, uh, that breaks down so much more quickly, the false barriers we have in our mind. Yes.
1: Yeah, I would agree that physical challenge, there's something to be, I've learned in my own personal journey, there's something to be said for doing hard things, Mm -hmm. and doing them, whether you succeed or not. That was a personal lesson I had to learn I historically would like it looked hard to you but I knew I was going to be good at like I knew I was going to finish right yeah. so I would be not be afraid to try it because worst case i maybe I'm not the winner but I I'm finishing mm-hmm. and now I've learned more just to try the hard things because there's so much to gain from that experience whether you make it to the summit. or you finish the race, or whatever the challenge is, you know, there's a cliche saying, it's about the journey, not the destination, but when it comes to, like, hiking, or it really is, it really is true, that there's so much to gain along the way, Um, and there's such a satisfaction from jumping that mental hurdle, like you said, where you thought you couldn't do something, and then look Huh, that that wasn't real. You sure can. And yep. you only learn that because you tried something maybe outside of your comfort zone or something difficult, right. you know? So trying to get that message across, I think, is mm-hmm. also important.
0: Yeah. Well, one of our um key tag lines is explore your limits with top out of interest, And you cannot know your limit unless you get to it. Yeah, and or push it. Yeah. Push it, you know, and, and that's that means you, sh- you should have some failures along the way. And, and, and failures is not even the right word. It's it's learning opportunities. Uh, and if you are not, you know, taking on some things that will, you know, you'll find your limit, it's like, okay, this is my limit. I can't, you know, whether it's a, a mental issue at this time or a physical issue, my knees won't go that far, my back's not strong enough, or whatever it is. Yeah, okay, you found your limit. Great, we know it um let's uh, let's adjust and let's yeah. go back and work on it and come back later or i yeah that's part of the great part of leading these trips and being part of it so so we out you're doing the day stuff you mentioned you you know kind of have been thinking about you were thinking about going bigger having uh longer trips more involved is that on the plans the dream board it's definitely on the dream
1: board. I'm not sure how the timing of all this is going to work, because like we out is something I'm funding from my pockets for my regular job um, right now. And it's very important to me to make the trips um, equitable so that a wide range of um, incomes, people with different incomes, can attend. So and I don't want it to just be hiking. <laughs> my vision is for it to be all of these outdoor activities. So, you know, this year we're uh, th- we're finishing probably in November, these uh, $10, uh, $10 mm-hmm. trips of the Metro North. Um, it's like, I'm calling it my, my uh, day trip in series, mm-hmm. but come next year, I'm planning to have hiking and cycling. And then there'll be this, like still this uh, lower end day trip train or bus option. And then I wanna add in another tier that will be more expensive because of just operating costs, but it'll be about, Uh, with a van we'll be going someplace some with our vans and then those trips can be hiking they could be cycling they could be whitewater rafting camping like once you have a car in new york mm-hmm. city which is a hurdle for a lot of people you can really get out of it and really explore and so i'd like to close that gap i had just taken small trips on a rental van and l- i'm looking into cost of all of that and then the big like the big goal is to take these people who are loving everything here and let's go somewhere else together you know mm-hmm. um America has a ton of beautiful places that you can explore. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on a trip a couple years ago to summit Kilimanjaro mm-hmm. with a group of strangers that I didn't know. Awesome. And I had an amazing time and it's an incredible place, a beautiful country. The mountain was spectacular. And that experience like changed me in so many ways. So like my big dream is to be able to, uh, put together stuff like that for my community, you know, for, for the folks in New York city.
0: Yeah. I, I'm just nodding my head. I can't wait. And, uh, you know, maybe, uh, top out adventures and we out need to find some ways yeah. we can uh, work together. So
1: yeah. Uh, Collaboration. That'd be awesome.
0: That would be awesome. So if you're interested, stay tuned, uh, for anybody who's listening in recording, we're going to we're going to play this back in a couple of years and say. Wow, all that. Oh, oh, but look where everyone went over here and how it changed bigger. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's yeah,
1: fingers it. crossed, right? Yes,
0: yes. And so for all those people who are listening now and are okay, how do I sign up? Um, when do I get to go out with P and, and go on a hike? Uh well, how do they find We Out?
1: So my website is weout.nyc. Mm-hmm. um because dot com was too expensive so yeah. we got dot nyc that's also my instagram handle so it's we out dot nyc at instagram and facebook i believe is just um nyc we out because someone stole it so had no choice. <laughs> but i have a yelp i have a website i like if you put we out it's gonna it should come up at some point and then um Yeah. And you can find me from there too. I'm philippa.wild at Instagram, but you got to know how to spell it. So go to weout.nyc and you'll (laughs) find me.
0: Yes. Good. Well, cool. And how many more trips do you have yet here in 2021?
1: So I have two um, in October coming up, the 3rd and the 17th. The registration still has some spots. And then I might do a November, um, supposed to be running new york city marathon and taking a vacation after that so we'll see if there's one weekend free to do in november the fall is beautiful in new york the leaves are changing so it's a prime time so i might try to squeeze a november trip in um i'm not doing winter right now mainly again because of this equity issue it's you winter can become dangerous you got ice and snow you need micro spikes you need snow you need all these things that cost money in order to be safe, Mm -hmm. very different from the summertime where you don't need much. Mm -hmm. So um, I will spend this winter focusing on a way to make snowshoeing and winter hiking accessible next year.
0: Yeah. So stay tuned. And you know, I'm uh, all in support of everything you're doing and it's, it's invigorating and I love um, hearing about it and I uh, am uh, thinking about my schedule. Uh, when I'm going to be in the Northeast and how do I coordinate that to go out on a wee out trip. So doing great stuff. Keep doing it, P.
1: Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. And you know, whether it's a trip or not, if you're coming out to New York, yes. I'll take you out on a hike.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> so- awesome.